Welcome to Sex and the Sex in the Sex. This is a Sex and the City podcast. My name's Anna Wolf. I am a comedian, actor, entrepreneur. <laughs> My name's Jordan. I'm a comedian, actor, singer. <laughs> My name's Irvi. I'm a comedian and anthropologist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're really important. Um, this yeah, podcast is all about Sex and City. I've seen all of the episodes, um, like we're essentially watching Sex and City in chronological order and going through the episodes and talking about them and talking about themes. I've seen all the episodes of Sex and the City before. I've seen them about six times each. And I've never seen them. Yes! <laughs> Yay, Woo! thanks for joining us. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you for coming. Um this episode is season three, episode three, um, and three for three, three, for three and it is called mm. "In the World of Five Ten Women." Yes, I'm not thrilled about the title, but not a fan at all. Rude. It's, yeah, it barely relates to the story, to be honest. No, the only it time doesn't. it kind of related was when I was like, "Oh my god, um, Natasha is really tall compared to Karen." <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like when they're in the change room. That was the only time. Totally. But every other episode seems to have such a nicer ring. What was the last one? Erectile dysfunctional sleep? Like no. to pee or not to pee? <laughs> wow. Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Dick's not hard. Sorry. Sorry, that's just a word. I mean, <laughs> politically erect. That was the yeah, last one. Yeah. yeah. That's it. yeah. it felt like it, it took in all the like themes of the episode and like intertwined them, whereas this one... Mm when we saw how tall Natasha was, it felt like that moment where you're like, oh, my God, they said the title of the movie in the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really weird. It sounds like a five-year-old made it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but a five-year-old is... didn't. Darren Starr did. And, <laughs> and also Thank I noticed you. that uh, Carrie Bradshaw is the producer. Is one oh, of is the, she? Like, yeah, so that's great. You know, season, what are we Like Sarah season? Jessica Parker. Mm. Yeah, that's her name. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Carrie Bradshaw, the character, is the producer. She's like, wait a minute, I'm living in a movie or <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. But, oh yeah, God, she, Sarah Jessica Parker is a producer in it, so that's great. I always call Sad Sarah in. Jessica Parker um, Sarah, Sarah Michelle. Sarah Parker. Sarah Michelle Gellar. And I, and I always call Philip Seymour Hoffman Neil Patrick Harris. I think right. it's just when people have – three names yeah <laughs> that's my theme yeah. for today. <laughs> and also if you took away like obviously sjp um iconic but if you would just imagine meeting some bitch called sarah jessica you're like they're the two most basic names sorry yeah hi i'm like... sarah jessica and i um want to do the minutes of this meeting okay yeah. number one why does everyone yell at me <laughs> that's like, yeah. yeah like usually it's some sarah like jessica. southern name like Sarah Jean or something like that. Yeah. It's not Sarah Horse Girl Parker. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's like Amy Anna or something. It's like it's yeah. too basic. <laughs> I'm just gonna cross every name so I know. True. Absolutely. Hey, we all have pretty fucking good names. Okay, I'm yeah. drunk. Uh, uh, <clears throat> no, I'm not. I'm not completely drunk, but I'm, I'm definitely intoxicated. I've had On half the a way. bottle of wine. Um, but I've got to say. <laughs> Just bring it back to us for a second. Peel back a layer every time. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm very sad. Um, no, uh, we all have like pretty good names. Like mm. Honor. I don't know. I think Honor's a good name. Irvi. I love that name, Honor. Irvi's a fucking good name. And Thanks, Jordan guys. is also. <laughs> and Jordan yeah, is here. Pretty, no, I actually <laughs> love Jordan. It's yeah. a great name. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I love how it's both. It can be either. 
Could be either or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two. The two. <laughs> the only so two really... ever. Evie's <laughs> a huge fan of the binary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys in fact just call me by from now <laughs> no sorry i don't know what i don't know what i'm saying um it could be anything on the spectrum jordan thank you <laughs> i thought you got out of that really nicely and i'll be testing Thanks. both of you it's all I'm episode smooth. i hate lesbians oh, Yuck! <laughs> um this episode is uh interesting and i'm gonna yeah. talk i'm gonna do the recap oh yeah awesome so the recap is um we find out uh that big has married natasha through the newspaper so all the girls are out for lunch or brunch miscusi um and brunch is like this big beautiful thing that everyone in new york does but also everywhere else in the world um <laughs> and they open up the newspaper find that big is engaged to natasha um, and it's kind of a shock to the system because it, ha- it happens pretty quickly. Anyway, no, they've been engaged, but it's their wedding photo. Yeah, yeah. So they're married. They're yeah. married. Yeah. Big's married to Natasha. Married. Um, and then uh, we go to a spa with the girls, and everybody takes off their clothes except for Charlotte. Charlotte. Um, and Charlotte isn't happy with her body, and then she goes on a journey with that. Um, and then we have Samantha who uh, finds out that a, um, I was going to call him a newspaper boy, but he's not. He's a masseuse. <laughs> yeah. And he, um, yeah, he gives head, but he didn't give head to her. Um, and mm. she goes on a journey with that. Miranda has a new housekeeper called Meg- Magda. Magda. Magda, who is Meg from Hunger Games. Um, mm. And... Magda is a very Christian lady and she finds her not only is she like trying to like micromanage her entire life but she's also she also finds a little vibrator not a little one (laughs) it's a pretty big a pretty fucking huge vibrator um in the side drawer of her bed and then thus ensues a conversation such a phallic vibrator as well I feel like vibrators that are like super phallic uh, freak me out a little bit even though you know i yeah. have sex with predominantly penises but i think like uh, like yeah i feel like masturbation feels different to sex and it's mm. weird when you have sex with like a real big veiny like plastic yes. yeah yeah well guys i have a story about this because um uh my vibrator broke <laughs> like oh, okay so no. i actually have i actually got converted to the rabbit vibrator <laughs> oh my god i have Two, I just, I just so bought a cute. new one. Did you? Oh my but, God. Okay, how big is your? Okay, so I, my initial vibrator rabbit, um, cutie pie died like two years ago or something. May um, they rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't even know where it is. Um, that's concerning. Somewhere in my life, it's there. <laughs> um, and then I ordered another one recently, and I was like, oh, it's like really cheap. It's like half price. Everything's good. Order it get it in the mail and it's like literally like if I used it it would be like fisting myself like, <laughs> wait which one did you get did you get a girth one because I, I have re- no freaking idea because I just bought one online and I got one that was girthy and I never like fuck myself with a vibrator I just like mm. use it on my clit but I just really like the way the jackrabbit is like it's like super mechanical yeah, and perfect. not yeah and it's not like silicone kind of like, it's like for me and for mine it isn't it anyway it's mm. kind of like shitty and i need a lot of a lot of like 
movement with my clit in order to come. Like it's not just yeah. like, Ooh, a, like a slight little vibration. Yeah. I need like fucking someone to like rub like two sticks together on my clit to make yeah, it happen. Yeah, it's exactly. So I have this like really – okay, so uh, I'm just like taking a detour with this story, but we'll definitely come back to this story. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> No, I I bought like a really like a couple of years ago I bought a really nice kind of silicone vibrator that was just the rabbit ears, but it mm. wasn't as good and it was too fast and too powerful and it made me like come too quickly and I didn't like it and it kept running no. out of batteries. Like what do you mean it was just the rabbit ears? Like without the actual like, dick bit. Yeah, without the dick bit. Oh, and, okay. Um but yeah, recently I've 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 bought um through like Love Honey or something, like a new kind of rabbit vibrator. Dude, I use Love Honey. But yes. wait, was it the did you get it on sale? Yes. <laughs> Is, is yours- it fucking huge? What? No, I, I'm still waiting for it in the mail. Oh, Why honey. is your mail taking so long? I don't know. I'm either cursed. I'm like, either I'm just like, it reflects either baby. well, <laughs> yeah, either my pussy's perfect or um, <laughs> or nothing else. No, that's the only option. That's the only option. I'm just a little virgin. Um, no, I just mean that like it would either reflects badly on me or badly on the company no is... but what color did you get did you get the like light a ni- pink light pink see i got yeah. a clear one for some fucked up oh reason. my no, god it'll be different this was the last one available and it was like freaking cheap so i was like oh saving money um was yours a thrusting a one um what does that mean like it like, like it's got a handle like it thrusts forward boom, boom. No. Just like a twirling one it doesn't do it. I think it's just like different um, vibrations. I feel like you've got like a good, you've got like a, a good, like a good, good quality. I've got like a really shitty one because I need like shit. To, like, yeah, I need like someone. You've got to, like, like electric shocks coming out. Yeah, that's, that's what I need. I'll show you. I'll show you mine. But I got a girth one. And I I'm need really someone scared. to light my clit on fire. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I need someone to punch me in the clit. <laughs> that's what a, they mean. Can you send me a photo of yours and send it to me? Because I just want to see what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will I will show it to you. Do you um, usually like do you usually like penetrate yourself with it or just like <laughs> I have to. Usually I would with my old one, um, nice. because it was like a fucking normal size. But um this one, <laughs> I have no idea. I show my boyfriend as well. Um oh, no. he's, like, he's like, Okay, babe, okay, okay. He's like, No, no, go for it. I don't want to hold you back from <laughs> anything. And he's just like, No, it's it's cool by me. Um, but I was like honey it's just like it's just too, i'd have to like yeah we tried to inch it in and it was like painful <laughs> so, Debbie, i believe in you yeah. i really want you to like fucking get put some vaso on it. it yes yeah, i want you to yeah. win this battle and i want you to have like the best i feel like a lot of people are on my side because even jonathan's like yeah please just make it work for you you guys are on my side i feel like a lot of people i've told are just um i need to do it for the team <laughs> yeah no everybody's on this journey Confident. with you yeah. I'll send you my girthy one. I don't know if it's like long, but it might be girthy. I'll send you okay. that. Okay. Yeah, it. send me the link. Why not? Who no, you're going to have to I literally sent it to <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work for me, but we'll see when it comes. I also bought like one of those like a faux womanizer one where they just like sucks your clit and vibrates, but I, I feel like it's not going to work for me, but I just bought it because I was like, I was like, I just want to see what it's like because I always hear people talking about it. So. I haven't. Can you send me the link to that one as well? Yeah, I will. Absolutely. People, yeah, people do really love those ones, like, or oh. it just doesn't work for them. Yeah. But I know people who've like had one and then just given up on it and then tried it again months later and it's worked perfectly. So I think okay. it's about like the I right time. I haven't tried it yet, but I'll let you know. I'll do a YouTube tutorial. 
Yeah, one of, one of them. One of our vibrators has like a scary setting that's like the forbidden one, but you have to like go through all the settings to find it, and it's mm. terrifying because it's is like. It? It's just like it. it uh, we have one that's like a uh, we have a rabbity one, and then another one, and then like a kind of smooth silicone pink one that I also use when I have like tense shoulders because it has a really nice bend, oh, and I yeah. just put it on my body. I was gonna say um, I'm gonna just use it for massages. It's too yes. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like it it has like a whole lot of different settings on it. Um, and we got it in um Amsterdam because we were like, oh, like this is nice. Like we'll get a vibrator from Amsterdam. Um. Mm. And there's just one setting that is like the first setting on it. And the first time we used it, we we're like, no, we wasn't good. it makes you come in a minute. And then <laughs> oh, you're like really? in pain and you can't like stand. And it's like, ah, really? I get it off. Is it like so. in you or is it just the clit stimulation? No, it's just the clit stimulation. You can put it in you if you want, but it, it's pretty small. <laughs> it feels like a yeah. It feels like a child. And imagine getting it lost in you on like the crazy vibration. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not that small. <laughs> but I was I'm gonna say like a P, <laughs> like a Panadol. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! I gave someone a little. Um, what we did, we get a friend of ours on opening night. We gave her a single rose and uh, what's called a battery um, like a vibrator. Lipstick. Yeah, it was literally like an inch. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like it really? was so big, and you just like put it on your clip, and it cost like ten, twelve dollars. Like it was so cheap. It would have done amazing. She she was like it's the best one but I've I ever had. But I feel like she has like a be- like this is what I'm talking you about. You feel like she has a huge clit. No, 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 no like a, a perfect clit for vibrators, like super sensitive or something. But I, yeah. but also I feel like sometimes the shittier the vibrator, the better it is. Like I think I'm, that's what happened with her. I'm using this old vibrator. Like I got that new silicone one, but I don't use it. But I'm using this old vibrator that I had literally yeah. since I was 19, and it's broken on the bottom, so the batteries <laughs> don't like they don't stay in. So I have to hold it all together in in order to come like in order for for it to work oh my god it's um, like a deconstructed and it's got duct tape around it too oh it feels like, it's like the only thing only thing. yeah it's like worth the worth the effort you put in that's why i bought a new jackrabbit that's kind of shitty because i'm i just want i want that same we, thing we haven't watched the rabbit episode yet have we? <gasps> no we, no, we have okay. we have we have yeah. Oh my god. yeah it was in like season two where charlotte gets the rabbit she doesn't leave her house oh my god did you just what call her charlotte me? charlotte <laughs> Yes, Charlotte. What was I going to say? Yeah, so this episode, do you want to hear my one-line synopsis? Yes. Yeah. This episode is about how women compare themselves to others. Totally. Thank mm. you for the, your year totally. nine English. <laughs> Actually, both, <laughs> presentation. Of you, both of you sounded like you're doing year nine English. Jordan was yeah. like, and then they go to the cafe. And that's just <laughs> And then they talk about things. Well, I, that's my favorite aesthetic, though, um, is United Presentation. Oh my God, it's absolutely. the best. Who needs more? Well, the other sentence I had was that they start off on the weddings page, which itself is a social construct for comparison. Yeah. you're 11. That and the <laughs> death page. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've just skipped forward a couple of years. No, it's um because that's what starts all, well, it starts um, Charlotte's and um, Carrie's insecurities, which is like also like, why the fuck are you publishing huge photos of yourself? And it also made me think in that scene where they're going through the newspaper um, and actually, are we going to go into the episode yet? Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, do, let's it. do it. This is it. That's well, a theme right there. 
Well, when Carrie goes home and she's like, Charlotte's done. I, I really like that scene when Charlotte's like trying to protect her from reading the newspaper by herself at home. Mm. I just do it together and they're just like day drinking, which is awesome. Um, and, and going through the newspaper. And I just made me realize that it's like often when we look at these people, it's, it's like we think they're rich, but they think they're poor. And it's like their rich is like Jeff Bezos. Is that that guy who's like a billionaire? Yeah. yeah. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. It's like that's the kind of rich they look at thinking is rich. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like Miranda no being like, what did she say? She was like, this is, um, I look at the, the, the beach houses of these people mm. and get jealous. I'm like, you like, own a huge apartment in New York City. It's like, yeah. Totally. It's like, um, she's, Carrie says, you know, she's all Vera Wang in class and I'm just like the sex columnist next to penile erection, yeah. which is very funny, but it's like, oh, wow. I forgot that you think you're not rich or yeah, have a comparatively. Life. It's similar to like Jordan and I went, both went to a private school. Mm. Both on Don't a, at us. Don't at us. Both on a scholarship. Uh, I went to oh, public so. schools before that. Don't, don't, I don't need to explain. I don't need to explain myself. I do. I no. will explain myself Live if you truth. ask me. Um, but we like, we were private, like that private school poor, which didn't mm. like it. We, I, we were very aware of our privilege during that time, but it was also very funny to be like what they called at the time, like Povo within that school. You know That's what I mean? That's so cute yeah. that you guys We're going to cut this other. out. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, but That's people. really cute that you guys had each other. Well, it's just because we both. I can't tell if you're making fun of us, Irvi. No, (laughs) No, honestly, I was going to get sent to private schools with the scholarship as well. But like um, my parents couldn't have, like, it was like, it was like 25% and 50% or something. It was still going to be like 15 grand a year or something fucked. So they were like, sorry, we actually, they felt really bad about not sending me and not being able to afford it. But I was like, thank fuck um i didn't go there because we, we we just wouldn't have been able to keep up with it it was like you know paying for normal stuff was the struggle um a lot of the time so it's just like paying for that shit would be would make your self-esteem really bad if you had didn't have a friend like you guys did yeah or yeah at least a friend with perspective mm. like people who would people would literally be like focused on just so i i think like sex in the city um we can see the uh the way that these girls kind of move around in circles of like the elite, but also like Carrie's trying to like get down with the the bartenders in the smoking area as well. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> fuck. That's a really shit comparison and I hate myself. No. But um, yes, I'm glad we no, had it, perspective. It, yeah, at least we, like, oh. I think it was that thing. I, I don't think we ever thought that we weren't, um, I don't know why we're fucking still talking about this, but I don't think we ever thought no. that we weren't st- like privileged, but we were the people that were like, Oh no, we vote left wing. You know what I mean? Totally. Being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Being like, yeah. your dad owns BP. Like, you're yeah. fucked. <laughs> like, um, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, um, even when I was first teaching, um, that area was because I always thought like, yeah, I was like pretty, um, like we were always pretty working class, like one parent income and all of that stuff. And then I went to like, um, just having like working experiences in places which are like a lot more disadvantaged and like like actually I'm like really grateful that I did that even though it was difficult because it was like fully taught me about my privilege even like having parents that gave a shit about education and like not that they don't but like it's just like um the privilege of your parents putting you first and all of that stuff oh yeah absolutely it's such a real thing like even Mm. just like having like um I was talking to a friend about this the other day even just having two parents who are still together like yeah because the disadvantages that it um the financial disadvantages as well of having divorced parents growing up too can 
be very real, yeah. especially if like especially in low income houses, not in like. It can affect high-income houses, whatever, but it's mainly, well, obviously, the main <laughs> low-income yeah. houses. It really, like, fucks people up. and Or, like, just, yeah. Absolutely, because if you think of rent, imagine if you're yeah. paying... It'll be so the, stressful. You're the only person paying rent and you've got, like, three kids. Yeah, like, exactly. Single to, parents are heroes, honestly. Absolutely. Truly. And you're trying to live in an area where you, uh, you can afford that still has a place of work that you can work at mm-hmm. nearby. Mm. Like, yeah. And if you're crazy. a woman like all the freaking kids school hours and stuff it's just like impossible yeah yeah exactly so um so miranda fucking calm down check yourself yourself. (laughs) totally (sighs) and one more thing to say about the bit where you know how i feel like that scene where they're looking at the newspaper it kind of gave me reminded me a glimpse of like why this show was really um like pioneering and stuff for women at the time that it was made it's just because um i've just uh, binge watched have you guys seen um dirty john the betty broderick story no okay it's amazing i love amanda pete and she has my freaking birthday she's has the same birthday as me but it's based on a, it's based on a real story yeah and i think jordan yeah. and i have both listened to a podcast about so do you know the story? story yeah okay i yeah. do do you i haven't listened to the betty one but i've listened to dirty john yes yes yeah. okay so, so there's like dirty john and then there's the sequel series which is dirty john betty yeah yeah oh i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> no yeah no, so there's betty broderick is the second story yeah but you guys do know what happens in the story or you want to like yeah, no, he, no he, like what like he just che- cheats her out on money and marries her and like gets all the money and takes a house and stuff like that and well, then fucks her. is yeah. that it <laughs> yeah well i'm not gonna spoiler alert You're not better than everything. me <laughs> I'm not spoilering alerting it but um at the start of that series it's sort of like you just see all the kind of sacrifices the woman makes because the man is rich and can sort of provide for that lifestyle so um these women kind of critiquing that at the uh, breakfast table and sort of being like you know get a life like why would you give up your own career it's so predictable um I just think that kind of dialogue wasn't had in the public sphere um even when Sex and the City was made so I feel like it was badass to talk about women like that Absolutely. And just going, um, continuing on with that kind of Charlotte thing where she's talking to Carrie, like uh, when they were at the brunch with the other women, Charlotte was kind of like, oh, like this is really sad um, Mm -hmm. about, you know, them getting married. Like this must really hurt you, Carrie. And initially I wrote down like, fuck you, Charlotte, like stop making such a big deal about it. But then I kind of realized when she brought Carrie back to her place, and was like talking to Carrie about like, hey, why don't we just read this together? You're gonna read it, you're gonna cry. This is what's gonna happen. Mm. I wanna be here for you. I thought that was really quite nice in terms of the honesty. It wasn't just kind of like, hey, bitch, you're a boss, bitch. And like, who even yeah. gives a shit? Go live your life, drink a martini, and like, fuck three blokes. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't three blokes. Yeah, I heard myself <laughs> as well. No, I love this woman. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> who, who is she? Um, <laughs> But I thought it was really nice to kind of honesty in that because I feel like a lot of the times with our friends and with this idea of being like a a woman growing up and realizing their power and like who gives a shit kind of thing, we kind of forget the truth in a lot of shit where we're like, actually, this really hurts and I'm actually Mm. really fucked by this and, and I am really upset and this is really fucked up and I do need help from my friends. Yeah, definitely. I think them reading together is like super cute. Yes, I thought it was a really nice moment in that show. I did yeah. like I I agree with you, Honor. When when Charlotte said that thing at the table, fuck, what did she say? She was literally like, they were all like, oh, fuck. I feel like everybody was like, shit, don't read it, 
blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, this is really terrible. You must be so sad. I feel like in that setting, Charlotte was still like, no one's like, it was, it didn't feel like a, a, a useful kind of like, this is fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, this is really sad. I'm saying this for you so that you, to, to acknowledge your feelings in this situation. It was like, it kind of like, it felt like she was talking about herself no, in well, a way yeah. as well. I, I, yeah. just, I just remembered what it was. It was her being like, oh, but still she's married and she's 25 I know. or whatever. Like, it, yes. wasn't, it wasn't that, but it was something like that. Yeah, being yeah. Like, but that's really shit because like at least she's married <laughs> yeah. and you're a piece of shit, Carrie. Like, and it'd be like if one of your exes started dating like Gigi Hadid and, oh, <laughs> and they were at the table being like, Oh my gosh, she's really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Last fucking thing I want to hear. Sad. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I think Charlotte. Yeah, she's she's. I actually don't mind her so much in this episode, and she's just <laughs> projects her shit onto everyone else. But still, it's like oh she's God. also speaking truthfully, and I do agree that it's like someone's got to say it. It's like sometimes it is fucking sad, and that's how you can at least assess how shit it is to be a woman sometimes yeah yeah and also just that recognition of like there is all all of that societal pressure Mm. to compare yourself to other women to hate the ex like it was really actually going just um snowballing on top of this um it was also like like when they were reading the article and carrie's like oh yuck like Mm. oh it sounds like it's all her and then when she was like oh it's lily's with a um a red ribbon around it and then carrie was like oh that's actually really nice like that's that's like of my taste you know what i mean and that kind of nice recognition and then later on being like oh that's like that's big song yeah we, mm. what was it like you it had to be you or something oh no when a man loves a woman when a man loves a woman yeah and I, and just like even that kind of recognition of being like that breaking down of that barrier it's being like like instead of it just being completely oh she's a bitch kind yeah. of thing it's like no it's the same as that 26 25 year olds versus 35 year olds episode or whatever the fuck that we mm. watched ages ago whereas it's like it's not the woman's fault that she's dating your ex you know yes. what i mean yeah but then it was nice seeing carrie be like see moments of that where she's like really heartbroken but also like oh that's really nice and that's really sweet yeah but that absolutely. hurts me more exactly yeah totally um where did we go to next um i don't know <laughs> oh. uh, we're up to we're up to um the uh the the tea lady but i i just want to quickly note um that it this is probably and correct me if i'm wrong it feels like the first time that carrie is really thinking about the end of her relationship with big in like a sort of like I, yeah in in it's like mm. finality but also like she almost wallows or she almost has that moment where she can kind of like feel really sad about the situation. Mm. Whereas like in previous breakups (laughs) that they've Mm. had or like previous episodes where they've talked about this, it's exactly what you were saying before, Anna, where she's like, oh, this fucking like, oh my God, 26 years old. Oh, I look like an idiot, blah, 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 like this and this, which is absolutely like relatable. It feels like there's, we've gone on this journey with Carrie and now it's like officially over. And I know, we all know, that Big is not out of Carrie's life. (laughs) We know that. I don't Uh, know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, what do you mean? (laughs) I feel like after season two, they chatted with, like, a group of random women and gay men and were like, do you want to see Big again? And they said yes, and then they worked him back in (laughs) to season (laughs) three, episode three. 
Let's bring him back. Yeah. Um, yeah, we know that this isn't the end of Big, but I, it does – it feels like a feels nice a moment. Much, it feels yeah. like we can meet the guy from um, – Greek wedding now. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I you think, don't know his name. <laughs> I've seen him. No, I no, think no. it's, I think this really, this episode I really like just because it is super relatable and it's pettiness. I don't know if you guys are like this, but um, I am a hundred percent this because it is, it's sort of like one, once you take that step of it being over, it's like the game of winning. And it's like, I totally relate to trying to like look hot and, um, you know, because Carrie, uh, mm. the next bit is that they bump into Natasha in the change rooms and um, she's going to like a women in the arts luncheon and Carrie gets obsessed um, and tries to, she goes into like bankruptcy <laughs> to, like, get, to, to look hot for the one night. So, I mean, I haven't gone into bankruptcy, but I can totally relate to that need to win. Um, and I've just written in capitals, where the fuck is our women in the arts luncheon? Um, oh my god yeah, for 85 dollars wouldn't mind it <laughs> I, know. I would love that so much oh my god imagine we need to have a lunch in. lunch in melbourne but people should pay for us to go like to get sponsored to go yes <laughs> we shouldn't have to pay absolutely no. i thought the run-in with Nat- natasha there was um in the change rooms was really good. I thought that was like really that Miranda, cause Miranda was there that kind of uh, when Carrie was about to come out being like, Oh, I need a bigger size. And Miranda was there mm. and she was out. And then Natasha came out and she's like, no, no, I'll get it for you. Like, it's yeah. fine. Like, <laughs> like that beautiful yeah. comedic kind of um, interaction between the two people. And also Carrie trying to be the bigger person being like, hi, that looks amazing on you. Mm. Like that's yes. good. That was very relatable. And, and she's wearing good. white. Natasha's wearing a white dress. Totally. Again, it's like, you've already gotten married, bitch. Like, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I used to love the line before when I used to watch this as a teenager and sort of like, picture my like Manhattan lifestyle when I moved out of home <laughs> um just when Carrie goes honey um I think her and Miranda talking about like how to turn on an oven or something and um Carrie's like how would I know I use my oven for storage and I yeah. used to like cackle at that line I'm like that's probably what I'll do but um <laughs> no I just use it to cook <laughs> <laughs> yes I love that there's this like it's a very like early 2000s I mean it carries on now but there's like this idea that the working woman or like these women are independent so they don't cook if it was yes. like it was like this like weird like 2.5 wave of feminism where people are like we don't cook <laughs> I feel like it's like the most embarrassing and shitty thing. I had a much better word, but I lost it. Um, but like, it's 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 humiliating if someone doesn't know how to cook. You know what I mean? No, but I, I just mean it, I find it really. It must like I, I find it really pathetic when people don't know how to cook. Bitch, I'm I like, don't know how to cook properly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm bad. I no, suck but, at it. But just look up a menu. You just need to yeah. follow a menu. You don't. It's like when people are like. I don't know how to boil an egg. That's yeah. like, just like, which yeah, I get a life. Yeah, get a, just like look up a well, menu. Well, I think it's also, it's interesting with that whole feminist thing because it would be nice to like live in the time when it was like feminisms about just like never cooking because it's like, how do you afford that? You'd have to, it's just like, oh yeah, all the time and never be able to, I don't know what else you'd spend your money on. Well, in the 90s, they didn't eat and they and yeah. cigarettes were really cheap. So they just smoked cigarettes. That's what they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like, but it'd be funny. I'm trying to think of what my housemates would do if I just like tried to do a carry tomorrow and it was just like <laughs> open the oven and it's like all my shoes and shit in there. I'm just like, I'm just using it for storage, guys. 
<laughs> Something I also really liked was the fact that uh, Carrie felt pressured to say that she was going to go to that women's luncheon. <gasps> yes. And totally. because of that, bought her shoes, bought her outfit, tried to look fabulous. I think that mm. is just very, like you said, like it's very relatable, that kind of competitiveness and like, yes. I'm rising above it. And I'm so going to be there is- too. I have a friend who has like you know when you have kind of just like um day fantasies or just like not 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 like sexual but just like daydreaming about like ultimate scenarios like if she meets if she sees like a cute guy on the street she'll like by the evening she's like and then I just had this fantasy that he was just like um you know an accountant with this thing on the side like really intricate and it's like they've met in like Rome and some like really complicated thing whereas all my fantasies are literally like there's a public event um (laughs) the ex is there and like some bitch who's dating and then like I show up looking better and like everyone and like I'm like sometimes singing karaoke or like get an award or something and it's like there's just something about a public event and like other people being there but looking better than someone else or like doing something amazing that's just a real turn on I I had this like fantasy in a similar vein where I um I had a crush on this boy who was older than me in high school Mm. and um and I've I have since know him and I'm what a disaster that would have been. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I had a massive crush on him and I used to have this like fantasy where I was at a bar sitting at a bar alone. Like 14. (laughs) Literally like 13, 14, (laughs) like tiny, weird little chubby girl. Like anyway, I'm wearing a silk backless dress (laughs) at the bar. I feel this hand and I turn around and it's him. Yeah, and I'm like, and he's just come and? to hit on me. He doesn't recognize me because he doesn't know who I am. And I say, you'll never guess, but I had the biggest crush on you in high school. Aww, and then we that's fuck. So cute. <laughs> that's so cute. That's so cute, Jordan. Yeah, Thank I think you. after watching all six seasons of Sex and City so many times, I think my like fantasy um, go to was like. <laughs> I turn up and like people have been worried about me. They <laughs> have been like seen me for weeks and I've just been like chaotically like making art by myself. This is uh, so this... when I like turn up, I'm all like emancipated and just like really is that what it's called? Emaciated, sorry. I'm emancipated. <laughs> I'm emaciated, but I'm also like really hot, like tortured and you know, that's that was my that was the old me, but now I'm like envisioning health. My <laughs> sure. my fantasy was having sex with mermaids. So oh my go. god! How wow. would they do grinding? Like we just grind on each other, and I oh, guess yeah. their legs would somehow appear, and then we'd have sex. But it would be in a cave, and it would be like me on a beach. You know when you like go to a beach and there's like caves, and then sorry, <laughs> let me start. <laughs> when you're on a beach and you're like walking, and there's like rock pools and shit like that, and then yeah. you like go across more, and there's like cliffs, and then there's caves. Mm. I'd like just wander in these caves, and there's like super hot mermaids there, and we'd have sex. That's cool. <laughs> that was my, that like was my fantasy. Are you a Pisces? Were they fish no, on I'm top or bottom? Uh, both. <laughs> uh, both fish. They were fish. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just fucked fish. Uh, wait, was them. your birthday just recently? No, my, my birthday is the 21st of September. Can't wait for my gift. Oh, my um, God. I was just like, shit. I literally just would have, I don't know. I was like, how did I miss that? Do I get to your Virgo? Uh, yeah, I'm a Virgo apparently. So weird. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote down this quote next, which is just that uh, Samantha said, because Samantha and Carrie were on the phone and Carrie mm. was explaining how she said yes to go to this luncheon and mm. how fucked it was, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Samantha says, um, I'm coming with you. Like out of nowhere, it was just like, I'm going to come with you, blah, blah. Mm. And then she was like, these bitches need to be yeah. put in their places. And then like, she turns off her light. 
Doesn't she say, yeah. she says like, um, I'm not going to get you there. She's like, I'm not just going to get you tickets. I'm coming with you. And she almost yeah. winked at the camera. Yes, I love her so much. And she has that dramatic turn to the mirror and she's like, and Carrie's like, that means you're supporting women in the arts. She's like, well, not really. I'm supporting you. (laughs) I just like love that she's just like, fuck these bitches in the arts because she's in like business. So she's probably just like, yeah, the arts. Um, But yeah, that dramatic turn and like these bitches need to be put in their place. But also just our like idea of um, being like, I'm a big dog and I'm going to put you down. kind of reminds me of like Jordan and I doing musical theater and stuff at high school, like in high school and being near 12 and being like, we're the top dogs now. Like, I don't know. It just gave me those kind of top dogs. I've never felt power like it. Yes. (laughs) Um, The, uh, shall we talk about Samantha's storyline since we just um, had a little moment with Samantha there? Cause she, Ends up at the at the luncheon with those women. Yeah. Um, Samantha goes. They all go to this spa, and Samantha goes to get a massage. And while she's like at the snack table after the massage, mm, um, I guess. I guess. Fuck. Must be nice. Um, this woman <laughs> who is so funny. I hope that she got nominated for best <laughs> best featured extra. <laughs> yeah. Fucking great. She says, um, how was your massage? And then she says something like, I can't remember his name, but she's like, Jerry goes down on you. And she I like. I had the most intense massage of my life. That's what yeah. she said. I just had the most intense massage. And she like turns to her and is like, he goes down on you. And she just has this like. <laughs> Silky tone. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, Samantha goes through a three act play where she's like, I don't need that. I've got a box of toys. Cause they talk about um sex toys in their nightstands mm-hmm. and then she's like actually i do want to get eaten out by jerry and yeah. then she goes back jerry is creeping his way up her leg and you think it's going to turn out one way but then it doesn't and um she ruins it by uh sexually Sex- harassing yeah, yeah. <laughs> assaulting yeah she grabs his crotch with no warning um this is so fucking <laughs> funny because i love that the show show i mean obviously it's like worse probably nowadays mm. like i mean it's always bad but it's like even worse like it would be framed as like she would have to go to the police station and go yes. to court or whatever yeah but um i love that it's still negatively framed in this landscape and it's not like oh and then mm. he like fucks it because she grabbed his dick which i feel like yes. a lot of like uh male gaze things is skewed like oh she grabs his dick and then he fucks her like you know what yeah. i mean but it's like she grabs his dick he she sexually assaulted him he goes to her his female ma- uh, manager and she's like how fucking dare you yes. you need to get out of here which is more than any hospitality manager i've ever had has ever done for me or yeah. anyone I've worked with, is kicking out someone that grabs you and sexually assaults you like oh, it was like God. Fucking perfect! I loved. It. I thought it was so funny as well, and also so good. how, and also just good for Samantha to be like. I mean, obviously that was a horrible thing that she did, but also just so good for her to be like put in her place and humiliated by the yes. situation because she literally grabbed a man's dick. <laughs> and he yeah. looked so sheepish. And it was so funny because it was like I forget the name of the um, spa, but it's really like fancy, like Helen Gospel. She's like. Helen Gospel isn't a place where we tolerate this kind of disgusting scum behavior kind of thing and it's just so funny. 
And she's got one of those like Fraser accents where you're like, are you British? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's fucking wild. It, uh, yeah, and like along the same lines of what you were saying on like the the story of this guy getting sexually assaulted isn't about emasculating him either. It's like Samantha's absolutely in the wrong and yeah. she gets scolded for it. Rightly so, Samantha. What are you doing? Totally. Um, we're at the spa and the reason we went there is to – what do, what do saunas do? Um, make it it's basically like you go in and um charlotte has issues taking off her clothes because she feels <laughs> she feels like her thighs are fat and people are looking at her so she goes in by herself and um sits naked and is complimented on her breasts yeah good on you charlotte. i know I, I genuinely <laughs> like this whole complex because mm. i think for the 90s or like mm. the late 90s early 2000s this was like a really pretty like a pretty good conversation to be having about like body body dysmorphia or you know hating your body yeah especially when you're in like a you know a room filled with like heroin chic models yes when like heroin chic was like the fashion and even like the conversation that um carrie yeah have have more of that um sorry jordan just we're drinking rosé um (laughs) um even carrie was like and and child was like well you know like of course you love your body you've got like the perfect body Mm. and carrie's like oh like no i don't which is like i i'm not saying that's like a good thing but i thought it was an interesting dynamic because i know that in my life i've had those conversations with women not but neither i'm not neither side of the conversation where where people are envious of each other's bodies and it's just so funny as well because Charlotte's so beautiful. Mm. Like she's like, if not like, like in a way, apart from maybe Samantha, like she's like the hottest one in terms of like totally. when you talk about like women, like even like Harry's point of view in terms of like what a beautiful woman is. It's like the straight brown hair and you're all yeah. shiny. You got great like really a great body base. and you got yeah. be- like a beautiful like she's so beautiful and yet she still fucking hates herself. Totally. And it's not, like even though that's like a really like body positivity and stuff is like a, a thing you know things are like advertised and nowadays and it's such a normal aspect of life. But I thought it was good to have in this episode and um, her kind of acceptance of her body. Go on, Jordan. What were you gonna say? I think Degrassi did it better. <laughs> Degrassi. I just feel like we've seen this after school special. I thought that the way that they handled it was clunky. It relied on external validation and also like she didn't compliment this girl back. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah I get nothing to say. Her tits were shit. <laughs> That's the takeaway. No, like... I think it's like, I think it's nice, but I feel like they were trying to achieve something without actually having done any research Mm. or like understood what what body shaming is and what it means to be like a like to a woman who's like in charlotte's head you know mid-30s and single Mm. and like um she's just like you know or she's day in day out she's freaking out about when she's gonna marry (laughs) like yeah yeah that's um, my main concern but i think but i think the fact that it's not the whole topic like it's not the whole full thing of the episode. It's just about body positivity. It's yeah. about it's about Charlotte's general journey in her character within that. Like obviously, it, it can't be you know done over a one episode thing. Mm. But even on top of that, I remember watching this episode when I was younger and being shocked by how saggy, which they're not saggy, they're still really perky, mm. but some of the women's breasts were, like some of the mm. really skinny models. Like I literally remember that being like a thought on my head because so much of like the bodies that I was shown growing mm. up through like ads and stuff like that was like really mm. perky tits and like 
like full as fuck Absolutely. tits, tiny skinny body, and like yeah. a, like a okay butt. Like that was like what yes. I was shown. And I remember watching this episode, being like, "Why are their like tits so saggy?" Like, yeah. like being like, "Yeah, they and... are gross. They should hate their bodies." So <laughs> yeah, it was, was like at least interesting to see like naked women on screen, not a variety of body shapes or anything like that, but yeah. a, a difference Just of one like tits. Sorry, type. One tit. One tit. Just one tit. Um, Uno tito. But I, I, I still found it effective totally. in a sense for the time. Think... And also Degrassi happened after that, didn't it? Degrassi. No, Degrassi's <laughs> been on since the 80s. No, but Degrassi, the next generation. Yeah, but I'm not talking about... I'm talking oh, you're about, talking about the 80s Degrassi? Yeah. 80s Degrassi. Um, I think that was good enough, but and then I was also just going to say that, like... You know what? Degrassi uh, did sexual assault way better as well. Degrassi, the 80s Degrassi, when the um, totally. teacher tried to fuck one of the students. All I'm saying is find a problem and watch Degrassi. Yeah, it's a good it's a good solution. Um, I did, I also think that they were like it seemed like there were like two or three different writing teams and they did not they were not in the same rooms when this mm. um episode got the like posted because there's this whole thing about like you're beautiful like every woman feels ugly but every woman is beautiful but she gains ten pounds yeah, Isn't that yeah great? It's like, which is like you know within the like within the realm of like what Samantha cares about and hilarious but don't show me that and then be like every woman is beautiful even Charlotte yeah. and her fat thighs. <laughs> But I also think like the beauty, <laughs> the beauty of Sex and the City is the hypocrisy. Like in mm. terms of like we see all these characters, um, like having these ideals about things and saying things, and then doing the yes. complete opposite and being and really petty and like you know and caring about the the most shallowest kind totally. of things. Totally, and like, it kind of shows why the fuck it's like Charlotte's not. It's like it just shows how that whole society gas is gaslighting Charlotte because she's not crazy for thinking about stuff like that because. Yeah, it's exactly what you said. It's like a contradictory yeah. set of things. I had like a seniors moment um, <laughs> this week <laughs> because I was like, well, as we're talking about this, I'm like, oh, that's really good that maybe like, you know, stuff like Kim Kardashian, like all of this like new figure. Now it's like, you know, those, that heroin chic, as you said, isn't the norm or like what's um, not even the norm. It's just like not what people are looking for. It's like big booty, big tits, like lives all this stuff but it's still so unattainable and then this week i was watching um like you know that song wet ass pussy i don't know how i don't just curious to we see know what your ideas are about this <laughs> we yeah absolutely okay, know we, it. we know it and um, the video clip it was just like i was watching maybe it's just because i was watching it with my like housemate um who's a guy and jonathan and it just like came on tv and i was just like i was just a bit like god like is this what we have to be now and like if i had a teenage daughter and she thought this is like what you have to fucking do to like be a woman in this world i'm like how is this liberating i don't get it it just seems like even i get the same tight chest of like that's not me as i get watching victoria's secret like anorexic models like walking around it's like the same shit yeah it's like folklore came out a week earlier Where, where's the balance here <laughs> yeah it's like i do i need to be like writhing and like with my like <laughs> big butt on the floor like humping this nothing <laughs> to be a woman these days like, i would argue yes but i don't know <laughs> I, I think um tina fey oh yeah let's just really pull out my like white feminist bullshit <laughs> right now but like but i think i think tina fey puts it really well in her book bossy pants in terms mm. of like um 
it's fucked for women in terms of in terms of body ideals and stuff like that. Uh, like you know, you had to be like a rake thin, and then it became like, oh, Kim Kardashian was like, mm. so you need to have like big hips and like beautiful thighs, and and you mm. need the breasts of this person, and you need this. Like, there's no winning situation, and like even like because mm. I think you know, uh, WAP is like the WAP, WAP! as they call it, <laughs> yes. the WAP. Sorry, um, no, Sorry no, to... no, but. Uh, <laughs> But do I you think, guys know of the term wet-ass pussy? Do you know what? <laughs> I love that movie. But I, I think it's really it's really interesting because I think that is as, like, sexually liber- liberating in a sense as, um, you know, not seeing that kind of same thing. I, I think it's kind of a confusing thing where, like, we're just kind of fucked as women because mm. I, I, I think um, no matter what, it's going to be fucking awful. And no matter what, we're consistently comparing ourselves um, uh, against mm. each other because we're told to. We're told that this is going to get your, you know, um, you are really skinny waist and like this is yeah. going to get you like the perfect breasts and like you need to do this and like then there's like we're just constantly like working through the male gaze rather yeah. than just like that appreciation of our own bodies and um, I think that's what the I think this is what this episode kind of because I was thinking if I like I don't know why I was thinking about like a teenage daughter because I, I always thought I'd be like a cool mom that was like um, you know you, you do what like I'm up with the times but I was like literally watching that video clip I was like I would feel really uncomfortable and scared if I had a child just growing up thinking this was like what you needed to do um but also it's sort of like I feel like once you find a partner that's like I feel like that's just so irrelevant for like me and my boyfriend because I just know that he also looks at that being like that's way too much and it's not something I personally think I need to do to like be attractive but so imagine if he was making uh, you do that dance every night (laughs) (laughs) he's like you saw a wap like come on (laughs) but I think so much of so much of life is in that space that this episode explores of like the charades and like the games and just like trying to be hot in comparison and all of this stuff so it's dangerous having this stuff yeah but i also think like, sorry i was also gonna say like what is the alternative is it like yeah, I, not I done, having <laughs> no you're fine um it's uh, i don't know you're slow for some reason on the in mine mm-hmm. In my pickup. I know it's annoying as fuck. So annoying. That's okay. No, we, can, we can still hear. We'll you. just keep. We'll just keep talking. You just like. Oh no, you're back now. Um, but I was gonna okay, say cool. it's it's difficult in terms of like what's the alternative? Like not having um, mm. like not having video clips like that. Like not having like sexual liberation in a sense. Even though it's like still all about like sucking a dick and like blah blah blah. But totally. like totally. But like I the thing I like about it and uh, yeah. is the. <laughs> the control that they have over their bodies and they're hypersexualizing themselves. And I think that's something that I really appreciate. And that's something I've been leaning into mm. the past couple of years with like my comedy yeah. and stuff like that is just like having orgasms on stage mm. and like really like hypersexualizing <laughs> yeah. myself by like showing my, not like my pussy, but like yet, but I've definitely gone to the stage yeah. where I'm like, maybe I'll just show my pussy on stage. Like why the <laughs> fuck not? Fuck everyone. Like, um, and you know yeah. i've gotten i've had you know exactly i've had like fellow female comics be like oh you're like you know leave some for the rest of us or like being like well like that's really intense i even had like friends like call me up being like hey are you okay because like you're showing your body off so much kind of stuff <laughs> so like it's like it's, oh really yeah it wasn't I, me it was you <laughs> 
Was it? Yeah. When? Yeah, like, like three years ago, I was doing that. I was doing like an Instagram video where I was like showing my vagina, like just bashing my um camera phone onto my vagina. And you were like, Jill and I have talked. Are you okay? No, I said Jill and um, what's her face who worked at um, Cherie, yeah. Cherie said that to me no. and I laughed. No, 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 no. Because I remember <laughs> that conversation with Cherie as well being like, of course she's fine. That's her comedy. No, but then you double checked. You were like, yeah. but are you okay? Like, oh, did I? I, yeah, I gotta remember that. Oh, no, it was fine, but it was, but it, but it went, no, it wasn't from a bad place, I think, but it was from mm. being like, not at all like showing any of that to like being super hypersexual. Totally. That, like that in itself is a, but also that that's, of course, it's going to negatively impact someone who's like, oh, actually I don't, my body doesn't look like that. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah. Cause I've got such yeah. a desirable body. Like everyone's like, oh my God, my body doesn't look like that. Like what am I going to do? But like, no, um, absolutely. But and like, I think that's super true. And also yeah. the whole, um, like it is also like Kim Kardashian, all these like new people are like women of color, which is awesome. So it's like, yeah, maybe it's um, that bit I endorse fully. Um, and then also what you're saying about the control, I think that's really true. And that's like so funny that people said that about your comedy. For some reason, it doesn't even strike me in the same vein, but maybe it's just, I just don't feel like it's the same vein, but I, I don't know. That's interesting. No, but it makes sense in terms of what you're saying. Sorry, Jordan. Um, I was going to say, I did see a tweet, though, that was like, it's great that we're hearing this from women and not from, like, men being like, yeah, I, mm. a big ass, and then I killed her. <laughs> She's yeah, my ex-wife, yeah. and I'm Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like It's almost it's... like women are defining the standards now because I don't think, I mean, yeah, men maybe brought around parts of what is new, but I feel like Kim and stuff the ones who have defined this whole new body image um body image that's perfect so it's sort of like I guess, at least women are in control but it's still insidious in some ways yeah and also kim k was like um uh um trying to like sell like diarrhea pops that would make you really yeah. you know what i mean so like when you're like linked to that kind of shit it's kind of like well obviously you're not for like body positivity or like embracing stuff when you're like trying to sell diet products that like literally give you diarrhea like skinny yeah like, whatever that yeah. that adds an extra you know thing to it whereas kind yeah. of it's not like hey everyone like these are like my you know you all need to have breast implants like me or whatever and you need to totally drink this tea that makes you shit out your butt and make it bigger <laughs> like it's not like <laughs> Yeah, so like Cardi B's out here like educating us on our pH levels. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just yeah, totally. It's different making a business out of it. <laughs> but also, I but it's interesting like living within the male gaze, especially if you're like het, uh, in terms of then men will see that those uh, like that video. And this is such a dumb way to think about it, but it's mm-hmm. like ingrained in us from like being girls, being like, what should I wear to make the boys like me kind of thing? Yeah. Where we're seeing people be like, fuck, that's so hot, like blah, blah, blah. And you're like, mm. oh my God, my whole self-worth is, you know, linked to my beauty and my whole beauty is linked to how men see me. And totally. therefore, if men think this is beautiful and if I don't look that um, way, I'm worth nothing. Which is, you know, yeah. stuff that you get over as you grow up, but of course it still, like, plays a part and you're like, ugh, and then you're like, fuck you, Cardi B, for, like, making me feel shit about myself and it's, like, not yeah. her fault, it's the male gaze's fault. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's interesting. You hate women, Irvi. That's what we're yeah. saying. <laughs> Cardi B, if you're listening. Irvi, you hate women yourself. of colour, and that's what you said. You hate non-binary women of colour. <laughs> non-binary women? <laughs> you can... 
trapped in a box. I hate anyone. I hate anything that's not black and white or I can compartmentalize it. Um, no, good, good for her. I think, I think I would just, I guess, for some reason, I think it just made me more concerned that I was like having like parental thoughts. I'm like, am I actually old now that I'm thinking about like the younger, the youth of today and like what they'd perceive. It's like no longer even just about, I think I've reached an age where, or like some sort of mental state um, where it's no longer about like me so much as like what young vulnerable girls and someone I might be a parent to might think. It's like less about what it's about for me, which is weird. It's like and a weird you, new thing for me to get used to. And you should think about that. And, and we should mm. con- continue to question certain things and things that are shown and like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course. Because then if little girls are like five are like, <laughs> yeah. I I'm wish crazy. my pussy was wetter. Like, you know, like it's like, <laughs> Um, Mom, actually, I had a wet. really wet pussy as a five-year-old because I just kept pissing my pants. <laughs> well, you nailed it. <laughs> Is this it? That's what, that's what Cardi B was talking about. Everyone puts their pants. <laughs> we love um, it. Um, do we have favorite parts of these episodes? Do you guys choose anything? Um, I liked. Oh, we haven't talked about um Miranda's storyline oh, yeah. properly yet. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Uh, sorry, I just yelled that through a burp. Um, where Miranda gets a housekeeper um, and she's got some Christian values and she firstly like tries to convince her to, to have tea instead of coffee, which there's a like, the it's exhausting when people try to like control your diet full stop or make comments about diet full stop. Mm. But I, I've got something, I've got a real like, what's the thing i got a bone to pick or not a bone to pick you know when you, you're hang holding on i got a real hang up on people who judge coffee consumption or like tea yes. is better for you it's like i fucking know it's like yeah. there's so many things you have it's like when you have like a chocolate thing and they're like oh that's got a lot of sugar and it's like yeah no fucking shit like yeah i know like why am i eating this for a reason <laughs> it does something I need it. A tea is better for you. Totally. And also, like, no, it isn't all the time, Dad. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, so this lady is, like, trying to change up where she's changing, where she's putting things. She's changing um, the coffee tea situation and trying to encourage her to, like, find a husband and mm. blah, blah, blah. And then she, like, the last straw is she goes through her night table and sees her yeah. <laughs> massive um body dysmorphia dildo (laughs) (laughs) that's true yes so what do we think about Miranda? i think it was an interesting i think i really like this way this episode in the ways that it explored different ways that we sort of judge ourselves or compare ourselves to others and so this was an interesting and like really common as well take on judging ourselves with traditionalism or like you know um having that kind of figure in our lives that it was just like you should be more you know so and so by the books Mm. i wrote down um like this was going to be maybe one of the themes i was going to talk about was um younger women's relationships with older women and their Mm. advice because i feel like it's a really interesting dynamic and maybe just it's just like with age in general but Mm. i think it's like a gender specific as well in terms of like when you like, because I, I have a lot of respect for older women and I really do care about what they think about me and I do want to listen to what they say and maybe it's, you know, 
being a daughter and like caring about what your mother thinks of you or whatever but you're like mm. oh i do want to do what you say in a sense totally. but then it, it comes a point where you're like oh i like fundamentally disagree with you and actually you're encroaching on my entire life <laughs> yeah. through your ideas yeah. and i don't know how to deal with this because i don't want to be like fuck off bitch like it's, like, it's honestly <laughs> totally. like my favorite thing coming to the realization where you can tell at like other adults who are much older than you to like fuck off and get off out of your life and like especially if yeah. they're not re- related to you if you're like you're a fucking bitch like yeah. I yeah. like I feel like working hospital I've come to that realization a lot is like dealing with like really like older women who are being awful to me and me being really confused by it and then being like hang on I'm like an adult too and you're an adult and we're both like women and I can mm. just tell you to go fuck yourself because you're a fucking bitch like and like totally. that's not me I'm not like a teenager being like no oh, fuck you I'm like a another adult being like you're being awful can you please leave which i never did because i like i mean i got, I got close <laughs> i got close and I was, but it was but it's like scary it's scary to do and I, I i wrote that down as like a theme being like what's that dynamic between like totally. respecting our elders and stuff definitely like and it was cute how they kind of reciprocated like she um put out the condoms for miranda to use so it's so sort of like them kind of making a um, middle ground but it was good that Miranda I don't think it really affected her psyche too much she was just sort of like um I'm gonna do it anyway so just don't touch my shit which is yeah. good um yeah. and she was probably like totally. fuck the job market's really bad I better reach out to this slot yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally I wrote down um in terms of Samantha just being really funny um like laughing out loud when they're at the um her and Carrie are at the event um and then she says She's just like, she's always just like screaming at the top of her lungs, <laughs> even though she's like, like powerful woman. She's like, I paid good money and I expect to be eaten out. And um, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie's just like, okay, this is not the kind of conversation I want to be having in front of like Natasha and shit. But <gasps> Natasha wasn't there. So. Oh yeah. Natasha's got a cold. Mm. I love that moment. I, love and that I moment relate getting... so hard to that. Yes. Like it's it's like when you have that whole fantasy and then you realize how like powerless and feeble you are when like one element's just taken away and like feeble is the right anything. word. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, shit, what the fuck? And I, she's like, I went into like, not bankruptcy. I keep saying that, but it's like, she's like in heaps of debt for this like one dress <laughs> she... that she bought. <laughs> what are their shoes called? Um, Milano Manolio Blonics. Oh my God. Is she like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like Carrie has like a spending problem. Um, but <laughs> besides that, it's like who hasn't felt that? It's like you get all dressed up and it's just for no reason. Yeah, especially I did that a few times at uni where I was like, oh, like my ex is going to be there with his mm. partner. I'm going to look so fucking hot yeah. and like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I'm like, just end up being like drunk and crying. And then yeah. come. Yes. I completely, completely humiliated myself. Like, yeah. Yes. And like, I've, you just have to live with that. It's like, it's not even, it's kind of like that thing. You're like, no one else really knew apart from Samantha. And it's more the humiliation of like yourself knowing that like nothing means anything anymore because of this one thing. It's like, like, yeah. It, and it's also just like so like humbling when you've like had to call in like a massive favor to get your like shift covered or you like quit your job so that you can go to this gig to like stand within two yeah. meters of someone who's like, oh, hi, I didn't know you were going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I better go. My girlfriend's at the bar. And you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> Did that happen to you? No, I genuinely pulled that from my ass, but it does feel familiar. <laughs> I feel like a shift would be freaking annoying. Yeah, no, I've definitely done, I've definitely cancelled a shift for something dumb for someone that I've had a crush on. 
totally oh my god shit like that for sure oh my god oh my god Um, anyway um and so natasha's not there and she sends out like thank you cards to everyone for coming mm. and she says at the end i'm sorry that i wasn't there and she spells it (laughs) t-h-e-i-r and carrie eats out on that for a week (laughs) (laughs) actually it's funny I i think i saw this um video on twitter that was like trending when it's just like this girl being oh that carrie's little monologue at the end of the episode is so just like um so just am i being slow no 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 no, 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 I was just asking for another sip oh, of wine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, go for it. I thought you guys were just like, this bitch is just okay, like, wrap it well. up. Oh, my God, this is it. Mike, have a glass. Um, this is a glass? No, it's not. Is that a glass? Say, catch up with me. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? It, yeah. I'm so sorry. No, no, yeah. Sorry, guys, I seem to have lost my train Twitter, of thought. Twitter, on Twitter. You said something about Twitter. Twitter, there's a, I, okay, this is, like, irrelevant because I don't even know how to find the video, but it's basically this girl, like, doing all the basically Carrie's monologue at the end of this episode is like this girl who had like just black eyeliner on her face and she's like doing a um like a satire of you know those monologues where you're like I'm crazy inside and I'm yes. I'm really like I am free and if you can't handle that shit then like deal with yourself because I'll like drink coffee at 3 a.m like blah 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 it's just like that kind of shit and it's like <laughs> Carrie's like oh well so uh, she's like I'll never wear a white dress and not get a stain on it which is what I say all the time <laughs> oh God, you're so I literally say that every single time I wear anything white but <laughs> but it's just like it so reminds me of myself and then I actually based one of my stand-up jokes I think off this episode or like I must have subconsciously just gotten the same idea um <laughs> But before I go on to say why I thought it was funny, did you guys think it was a good end or how do you relate to it? I, I really liked it because I remember Jordan being like, oh, Carrie. And I was like, no, that's like fucking perfect. Yeah, my, yeah. my last note is, oh, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like Carrie being a fuck. She's like, she called her Miranda and she's like, Hi, Miranda, it's okay. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's so dumb. Like, it's just, oh I thought God. it was so good because it's like, Carrie, she just like did the wrong there. And we we all yes. do that sometimes and i oh, i've been judgy funny. about it but like but it's just so funny she, that she how like, many letters did she hand write as well and there's one so but it's just so true because it lights up your life and because so my joke that i used to do um wasn't very good it was like when i first started um <laughs> it was basically this is like it wasn't even a joke it just like happened in real life um i was just like cleaning out Jonathan. like we've been dating for a while like four years or something it was like maybe in the first year i was just like moving the sheets around and I saw this um old love letter from this is before we were living together um from some girl that they'd like had sex or something like a few years ago and I found this old love letter on the side of like just in the cracks of the bed and I was like already drunk so I was like like, start reading it and like you know drinking more wine just reading this letter and it's just like it was like fucking four pages long (laughs) I can't imagine and it was just like so much description and I don't know why I was reading it all but I was like obviously I have to and it was just like (laughs) And I love is so like you know sumptuous. I love that sex that we had, like all this stuff. And then I just maybe like really happy to like she just like obviously had some issues because she had like every like word had like a comma after it, and it was just like you don't use that. She many needs commas. to breathe. Yeah, it's like we don't need that many commas. And she spelled journey like with a G, and it was just like that. Just little <laughs> things in life. <laughs> it brings you so much joy. I was like, babe, who was this? fucking idiot that you I imagine 
You yeah. was like an English teacher going through like a red marker, yeah. <laughs> leaving it on his bedside, just being like, here you go, send this back to her. <laughs> yeah, it literally kind of was like that. It was just, um, I just can't explain it. It just brings you something. <laughs> in this being petty world. is amazing. I, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I There's so many things I get petty about. Um, and rightfully so, my boyfriend calls me out for being a bitch. And it's so true because <laughs> totally. I'd be like, why would you wear white on your wedding day? Um, but like, just like <laughs> stuff like that, which is like very general. Like I have like this weird superiority complex. At t- anyway, it's just great. It's just, mm. I thought it was, I thought it was a good way to end as long as everyone knows that what she's doing is fucking psycho. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just hope that the audience is like, isn't like, yeah, Carrie, she is an idiot. But it's like, yeah, Carrie, like, okay, I get this is a win for you. But, you know, yeah. she's married with your ex-boyfriend that you're still in love with. So I yeah. guess she fucking wins. I feel like you get like somewhat of a pass when it's to do with heartbreak. So long as you're not being like super fucking racist or something. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like. Totally. It only works in the case like if you just pick that up. If I just picked up this letter and was just like marking it for a student or something. <laughs> I would <laughs> I wouldn't be like, what a fucking idiot using a comma after every word. I'd be like, let's just get this person a lesson. Um, (laughs) Don't understand. Get this person a lesson? Is that what you think every time you grade? I like it. Get this person a lesson. Go to school again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that. A love letter as well. Um, What do you give this episode out of... 10 evie you go first. i actually love it i love this episode because it's so funny um i think i give it like a 8.7 when did it lose yeah. 0.3 like what stopped it from um, being a nine i do think in terms of like what we were talking about the like random little epi- like the side stories um not fully fleshed out but not necessarily like we want them to be anyway it's like mm. they're not that interesting that we need like a whole like thesis on it but um but yeah maybe just that's where it was a little less complex yeah should i go next yeah Yeah. um Mm. i give this episode yeah like i'm gonna give it an (laughs) 8.72 like (laughs) genuinely though i i i think i think it's so i think it's so good um but it's also fucking simple like it's a simple episode it doesn't really push the it's neat it's neat it doesn't push the plot that hard it Everyone has a good storyline, but it's not like game changing it or anything. Mm. But I kind of like it because of that, um, yeah. and I think it kind of focuses on some interesting themes. Absolutely. Um, I just want to let everyone know that I'm not doing this for clout, but I give it a seven. Whoa! <laughs> I, just, I knew you didn't like this one. I just didn't find it as exciting as some of the other ones. I think for me, the other storylines have been better, and I think that like. I'm, I don't know. I feel like let's focus on the carry. I get that it, the episode setup is like we see everybody, but some episodes we don't see other characters. Like there are episodes that we don't see Charlotte or Miranda or Samantha. They just drift in and out. Although Samantha and Carrie are pretty like, like in every episode because Samantha's so fucking likable. Yeah. Um, but I was like, this, you know, this is the episode where Big gets married. We could have, yeah, you know. Made that a but isn't it? Thing. But isn't it good though that we see it from her point of view? Like mm-hmm. in terms of like that's a reality. If if we're talking about like something that's relatable, like we're seeing what that wedding means in her point of view, like the love of her life or mm-hmm. whatever she thinks of it is having this huge like 
um, she's like move, moving, he's moving forward without her completely. And she is like, no, there's like, and especially cause it comes out of nowhere as well. Like he's just fucking married. Yeah. Like I, I kind of like that, but also I do see how there could be some more room for like actual drama and gravitas in this yeah. moment, but also yeah. I don't mind the choice of it not being like that. Mm. Yeah. But also I think it could, it could be fucking sick if it was the other way. So yeah. I don't know. I think I just meant, like, just get rid of one of the storylines. No, you said what you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, I, did, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. I thought Samantha was so good this episode as well. She's so good in every episode. She's um, the best. And I, and, I, and I liked everybody's storylines separately as well, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I just um, – it was missing something. It was missing a little pizzazz. Can we just mm-hmm. say that Kim Cattrall is the original Kim? Like she is a re- original yes. fucking Kim. She's like, what if we wrote her a letter, guys? Do you think <gasps> we should? Oh my god! I think she might. Yeah, if we don't Maybe. mention um fucking Sarah Jessica Parker at all, no. she'll fucking respond. If yes. we're just like, you're an icon, you're amazing. I just want yes. to tell you how amazing you are. Maybe yes. we should, and then that would be so cute if she wrote back. Well, like, does people even write anymore? Do we send like her a video or something? She'd write a letter. She's fucking old. Like in a good yeah, way. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> But like she like was in that mannequin movie in the eighties. I watched it. Uh, I haven't seen it. I should watch it. What's it called? I don't know. Mannequin. <laughs> well, for our listeners, um, if you, if there's anyone listening out there, um, <laughs> and if you like writing in, give us some suggestions on what to write on a letter to um, Kim Cattrall. Yeah, you can email us. Yeah, or Instagram. At, no, email us at sex oh, or Instagram. Email us at sex and the sex in the sex at gmail.com. No, do, do the we email. Actually have we an have email. It. Yeah, we yeah, have we an have email. Oh. email. I made it ages ago. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, so do that. And then we can, we'll formulate a letter. We'll send it to Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Um, we'll and we'll, we'll sign Instagram. it in blood. <laughs> <laughs> Period blood. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.